Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Welcome to another edition of BSR. Today we have Pat, Evan, Malik, Jasmine, and Isaac. So we're going to do a thing a little bit different today and have a warm-up episode for our next <laughs> next thing. This way, if you guys want to watch along in real time, you have the option to. And it's a topic that I wanted to go over that doesn't really fit into the discussion. So hopefully it'll make sense here. All right. So I wanted to talk about how the internet shapes who gets discovered and who gets paid for their work. Because the movie we're going over is Gully Boy, which is an, well, I told you guys it's the Indian version of Eight Mile. <laughs> it totally is. I have no frame of reference to that. I've, I haven't seen Eight Mile. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. You're so young. Not um, really. There's people my age who are like, you ever seen Eight Mile? I'm like, no. Yeah. I that is seen the Eight best Mile. movie based on a white rapper from Detroit ever made. I should say the qualification. This is, <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly eight mile. There's no like free world in Gully. There, it's more of a romance than a revenge story. Mm. Like there's some, there, there are some differences. No yeah, I don't want to make world. it seem like it's like a remake or whatever. But, but it's about an upcoming rapper mainly, <laughs> as, I guess the main. But it's like an <laughs> oppressed class. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With rap as a voice to lift them out. There are a lot of similar yeah. elements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> underground who, rap battles getting you the exposure you need to break mm-hmm. out and do your own thing. Yeah. A guy who everyone thinks shouldn't be doing rap is rapping mm-hmm. and he his friends a, encouraging yeah. him to just give it a shot you know he has a strong male friend who is good but apparently not as good as the guy who mm-hmm. all of a sudden started doing this and Third. we got nice yeah and we got <laughs> nice yeah kind of i wonder how much they paid him for that he's a producer on the film oh, okay yeah <laughs> so the main conceit of this is that there is this big show coming up with nas and the person that opens for them is going to be an indian rapper from basically a local person that they're having this like tournament or whatever to see who qualifies for it. And it was kind of like that in eight mile two where, okay, you have exposure and then people will discover you and so forth mm-hmm. in Gully boy. There wasn't actually a concert, right? Like no, it's, no. it's all conceit of the film. What actually happened the way they got footage for all these rappers is it was a contest to be in the movie just to get exposure through this movie itself. So all the rappers that you see in the background, aside from like the main two characters are actual Indian rappers. rappers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There aren't a lot of Bollywood movies that make it to the States. I would love to see more movies like this just because, mm. you know, I had a lot of fun with this one. But this one had a budget of something like seven million dollars converted out American money, obviously, engrossed about 30 million somewhere in there. So it did OK, like it made its money back and then some, but it wasn't a blockbuster like a lot of the other stuff that we talk about. It was no uh, get out. <laughs> no, no. That, get out made way more than this. Yeah. I know that yeah. made way more than a 20 million dollar movie. It made like. Wait, have we done get out? No, no, no we haven't. No. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, the, what is like don't the, confuse me, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, get out has a record for like the smallest budget. To the biggest, they're like the highest ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Or some stupid shark movie that came out. I can't remember. Sharknado. No, no, it was like 47 leagues down or something 47 meters now yeah it had like a budget of like 20 bucks and like grossed millions or whatever 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't, anyway. That literally is the movie. Just they go yeah. swimming, they go down, they get stuck. Like, oh shark shit, they're sharks. Yeah. We did do a budget of 20 bucks because that was Velocipaster. Yeah. <laughs> that was 35. Yeah. Well, they spent 20 on that one exploding woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking for a family. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I regret bringing it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So how do you think people get discovered and what is that line between being discovered, getting paid for your work and just being around? Mm. You like us? All right. We need that. that it, it takes a talent okay. level, but a lot of it anymore is your ability for promotion. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah to get a platform. Yeah. I pay attention to, I don't really watch them live. I pay attention to a lot of the trappings around streamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to be good at something or at least very entertaining doing it mm-hmm. to make it in that. But you don't get the audience that projects you up unless you can get your name out on your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a certain amount of being hot that'll get you the internet for a little while, mm-hmm. but even then you got to compete. It's a dense market. Yeah. So for something like rap, you got to be in the right channel. You got to mm-hmm. be with the people already doing it. And then you've got to stand out to them. And even if that's talk about your shit until everybody else doesn't think about anything else. I mean, that's a way to do it. Sure. Also about algorithms now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of the places knowing how to manipulate YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You gotta know how to try to get so when people Google Indian rap guy mm-hmm. or whatever, your video comes up first among the other millions of Indian rap people, and that goes through hits. So I would think you gotta uh, manipulate it by like just keep going back and forth to your. That's what I would do. <laughs> instead of instead yeah. of spending money button. on your flyers to put yeah. up, you spend money on some Twitter mm-hmm. bots to yeah. share your yeah. shit. Yeah, and that is kind of the difference between Eight Mile because back then you had to like put in the hours and yeah. get mm-hmm. shows and get people to talk about you. Now with YouTube and now with the internet the way it is, TikTok like Murad in the movie we're going to talk about, YouTube is his way to the public, and mm-hmm. he measures his success by how many people are watching how many it. Li- yeah, yeah, how many, yeah. Like, yeah. Likes how many views he had. Yeah. 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 And this I mean, movie is relatively recent. Like it came out 2019, like right before the whole mm-hmm. COVID thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the, the set, I mean, we'll get to the movie later, but like that setup of the first recording of him that went online, it's his first time trying it, but he's also in a group of enthusiasts that are all supportive of him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it gets a real positive environment, frames it as like people who know what's up, calling it good in front of whatever his potential audience is. Yeah. You've got some known voices saying this is good work. Yeah, that's true because I don't know a lot about like Twitch followers and stuff like that and certain gamers but if I'm watching like e-game things and mm-hmm. I see them doing it and I see them just do like some move, I'm like what the hell is that? But then I see the crowd and the announcers like, oh my god, he did that. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay, oh, yeah, that guy yeah, yeah. Sure, is obviously know. good because people who know what's going on would tell me. Like dancers know who the best dancers are. Totally. When I watch like a cooking show or a fashion show yeah. and they're like, oh my god, it's who's this face and he's the judge this time like i don't know who that is like there's no yeah (laughs) but there's i mean there's a huge difference and he's very talented (laughs) and also how they're reaching their audience because like eight mile you would go and you would see the guy you didn't see people you know live streaming it on their phones being like oh you guys you know you got to check this out this is live all that now we have facebook live tiktok snapchat Mm -hmm. all that stuff that even further puts it out there but again you still have to know how to manipulate those things to the best of your advantage yeah. and to the strength of that instead of getting your friends to go to the next show if it lines up right and if that guy gets another show you've got a recording of it that everyone can see at their own mm-hmm. time and become fans in absence of the yeah, actual, totally and yeah. like eight mile time i would mean like early 2000s right early to yeah. mid 2000s just having a recording of those things was well, like I mean, would have been cool like when yeah. the movie was set 
internet was still a little like a Early little bit that. before that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have been like in, I don't know, high school yeah. when that came out. And so a little bit of distance. <laughs> well, it's just like the mixtape. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Mixtapes. Rap, yeah, totally. For a long time, the mixtape was how you got seen. Mm-hmm. I remember going to like people. stuff in downtown Indy mm-hmm. and people would just hand out CDs on the street. Yep. Yeah. They yeah, do that in Chicago yeah. too. They do. Okay. Yeah. 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 That happened to me on the street in Japan. Yeah. Somebody set up their little karaoke box and just perform and be selling or handing out CDs. And it usually, I noticed you usually have to get tied to someone who has somewhat a sense of fame. I remember being in college and there was a guy, y'all probably don't even remember him. His name was Ben One. <laughs> no, yeah, sounds okay. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I no. think he had a song with Rock With You or something. It was something like that. Anyway, he was performing because he had a hit. It was a big thing at that time. Obviously, we were all nuts. So we went to the concert. But the guy that opened for him was a local rapper who, of course, had his mixtape. Well, mix cd and they were giving them out and i mean you couldn't walk away without one of these things mm-hmm. they shoved it in your oh face. yeah 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 that's how you do it <laughs> it was terrible and i actually i think i still have that somewhere but <laughs> yeah you know, i've got just, a little stack just of the using CDs I got this other person you know being attached to that bit of fame to help elevate yourself yeah well, to be a, getting a, featured on a, yeah, yeah an occurring yeah. thing oh shit that's what happened Nicki minaj got really big because she was featured on everyone's album so you think it's not just an auto-tune Jay-Z or whatever? <laughs> I mean, even before running the comparison to 8 Mile all the way through, the early days of Eminem, you didn't hear that shit without hearing Dre somewhere nearby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, but he was the producer. I kind of expected that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dre, right. Dre he didn't need him, that lends to his credibility. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a background thing where you hear some point, oh, Dre produced this album. You heard his name and he was on the tracks. Yeah. yeah. So it gave it. Or Eminem with 50 Cent. Yeah, same thing. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing because 50 Cent became popular because he had a mixtapes, tapes. Uh-huh. We're going crazy in New York. And then it somehow got into the hands of Eminem. Sure. And it was like, oh, I got to meet this guy. And, then- and when I started taking Eminem serious back in the day, it was because I forgot about Dre was on the radio. And 50 Cent's song, I can't, I can't even remember in the what. Club? Yeah, in, yeah, in the club was on, on the radio. And I was like, okay, maybe I should actually listen to Eminem. And then I listened to a CD and was like, wow, this guy's way harder than I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah cause cause he was you, gross you, back you hear, in the day. Because when you yeah. listen to his first one's called Slim Shady LP. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So when you listen to My Name Is, you're like, oh, this guy, like some. He, it's yeah, like a goofball. Yeah, he's a goofball yeah. rapper. It's like almost then, comedy rap. But then yeah. you yeah. listen to the other tracks and you're like, oh, oh no, he's hard. He can rap. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hold on. You're like, this, this guy dove head first into his fucking childhood traumas and yeah, just laid him out for you. Yeah. And I would hate to be Eminem because he has the unenvious position of being compared to his older work. Mm, like if I did, now. if I came out with a song that was even half as good as like Rap God, that would be life changing. But for Eminem, that's like a Wednesday, right? Well, <laughs> you can say the same thing about for Jay-Z too. Like any famous rapper that's been in the game longer than 10 years, it's hard for them to come out and rap about stuff because you're no longer that guy on the street that got everyone going for it. When you hear Jay-Z talking about, man, life on the street show, uh-huh. but you're a billionaire. <laughs> like it's it's, like you're I, it's hard to take them seriously yeah. when they get that successful because they keep wanting to talk about the streets and like just talk about your actual life yeah <laughs> people want to hear it like obviously we have like a bajillion instagram followers you, now or whatever you get to the point where you've been so far off the streets it doesn't matter like anymore. if you're reading tolstoy make a song about that uh, we're <laughs> gonna listen to it you've already yeah. got a captive audience and the best thing he said was like i'm not a businessman i'm a business man uh-huh yeah you know? same with um punk rock like 
like the biggest thing I hear about people not liking about those punk bands that got famous like Green Day and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they sold out, blah, blah. I'm like, dude. No, they just made it. They made yeah. it. They, yeah. I mean, you, once you start winning Grammys like Green Day did, yeah, you try to mm-hmm. do your stuff, but you're not as hungry as you were back in the day when you were living on the yeah. streets, going to those clubs where there's like five people to every inch, you know? Yeah, once you break that line where you never have to work again, then it changes your whole work ethic. Yeah. I listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast a lot, mm-hmm. and he has people on there, and they always have the cause like, yeah, once you get to a certain point, you'll never be as hungry as you were back when you started because yeah. you're not in that mindset anymore. Mm-hmm. They're never as hung like the old Stephen King is oh, nowhere yeah. near Stephen King now. Yeah, that no, dude no. used to have to afford a coke habit like crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> now he just sits on mountains of money and does whatever he wants. Or we talked about another, or uh, J.K. Rowling. Her writing's totally different now after she oh, yeah on her stuff. But, Wasn't she like on welfare when she wrote it? Like, that, yeah, that's a whole be, different yeah. position. That might be a little bit of a different yeah, situation. That's different. That's <laughs> I mean, crazy. kind of shifting this a little bit differently. Like, I also want to talk about Bollywood movies. It's kind of mm-hmm. rare to see one at a theater. Like, we even we have like a gigantic gigantic Asian population in town and still it's maybe one every couple months and in India they make like 2,000 movies a year like I mean based on before COVID times right and internally they're really successful like they have Mm -hmm. a bigger market than U.S. movies but when Golly Boy came out, India put it forward to go to the Oscars as like the representation of Indian cinema. And it got snubbed by everyone. I mean, granted, Parasite won that year. Yeah. So it's kind of a thing, but Parasite's a tough act to follow. It is, but it didn't <laughs> even get nominated. Like Golly Boy, as good as a movie as it is, and they yeah. won like a shit ton of awards in India at the time, mm-hmm. kind of got snubbed. So in a sense, it's kind of a parallel. How does Bollywood cinema make it into America? How does it get the exposure that Eight Mile we got? Everyone here has seen Eight Mile, but I'm going to get before I brought this up, no one had even heard of Gully Boy. I heard no. of it, but I'm, I'm not going to say that I, I would have ever actually gone back and watched it. I heard the name around the time it. it came out, but I, yeah, yeah. I had I, no... I heard it when mm-hmm. you said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's going to be a little bit of transition with that because Disney India is getting bigger. One of the top grossing Indian movies is actually a Disney India movie. So I think they're going to start pushing that forward. And there's the Eternals. They say it's going to have like kind of a Bollywood vibe to it. So that might be an entry point to it, too. And also this long year of not going to the theaters. A lot more people are exploring the extended libraries of Hulu and Amazon Prime, where we saw this one. And Netflix actually has a bunch, too, now. Yeah, Netflix has gone hard into the Asian market again i've not seen a whole ton of bollywood movies <laughs> just because like there's a ton of them and they're also like three hours long with subtitles i, I was so. disappointed i'll tell you this i was disappointed that there was not no big musical act at the end of this damn movie why <laughs> it's not that type of I don't care. music in this what are you talking well, about no, i'm talking about the big dance they dance i mean he dances. if you count the music video they made man. <laughs> it's like diegetic music but it's not uh, no i, yeah. I was kind of feeling after, some of the music they I put after yeah. the last rap battle he come out and then you know everyone starts doing the Bollywood dance that'd be cool like yeah I wouldn't work for it <laughs> yeah well, anyways Malik you've heard of hip hop before right um <laughs> So I was born in like 2010. Yes, I've heard of hip hop. Okay, right. You're a black youth. Have you ever heard of hip hop? Like, I mean, you guys have articulated like the entire thing that the movie tries to portray what it is mm-hmm. and everything like that. I don't, I'm not very, like, I don't have any outspoken thoughts about this. Like okay. there are things that you guys have said. Sure. I've maybe thought about them, but I wasn't going to be able to articulate them the same way that you guys did. So okay, yeah. I figured I'd let that one slide. Any, any uh, thoughts on how fame attracts on online personality? 
like the way that you portrayed it with a lot of streamers. Like I have a lot of friends who think about doing it. I'm like, just do it. The main yeah. goal of anything is just to do it. And then if you do it, some people will look, some people will say something to their friends and then mm-hmm. you get yourself a mass following or an audience at least. It yeah. could be like 20 people. It doesn't really matter. You just have to enjoy what you do and it'll work itself out in the end. Yeah. If you enjoy if you're enjoy, it. Yeah. If you're enjoying yourself, just have a nice time. It's something you decided to do because you had the time available. Mm-hmm. No one said you have to turn into your career. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just mainly got to enjoy life and feel like this guy struggled a lot, but he also saw for a better outcome from where he was. He's from the street, but he never forgot that he was also from the street. He still yeah. had the same girl that he'd been with for nine years. He still met the same people when he was on the street, the people who encouraged him to do his rap and everything like that. But in terms of online presence, it's nothing but making a name for yourself and do what you love to the point where you can be entertaining with it too. reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi studio because it's 2020 out there and the Ron is for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.